thank you for listening to our podcast. We pray that the word that you hear on this program will encourage, strengthen, and motivate you to do the will of God. Be blessed by today's message. Thank you for tuning in to uh, Stanley Brothers Ministry. I hope everyone's having a good day in the Lord today. I know there's so much going on, and I'm sure if you're like me, you're sick of thinking about it, sick of talking about it, and just sick of everything that's going on right now. But I'm telling you, in the midst of everything, I just want to remind you that the Lord is still moving, and the Lord is still speaking to his children. And as I've been praying this week that that the Lord would I know he's not going to keep he's not going to quit speaking to us but I, I ministered a message a few a few years back and the the Lord reminded me of how uh, the Lord does not stop speaking we pray for the Lord to speak to us and he speaks to us but we have to remember that he's not going okay Let's look at it like this. If you're like myself, um, growing up, no matter if you're working or whatever, you're out with your, just say, for instance, your father, because that's how I can relate to this. Um, there's times dad, he, if we're out working or doing something, he, um, he tells you what to do, tells you how to do it and everything. And, and there's sometimes you're just like, man, come on, just let me look. I've been doing this long enough. Let me do this myself. Let me, I know what to do, dad. I know what to do. Just hush. You know, that's what in, in the back of your head, that's what you're thinking. Um, because the reason why, uh, dad would do this is because first of all, he doesn't want me to do something the wrong way. I know that he has a form of trust that he trusts me, but on the other hand, he wants to, he doesn't know what's in my head and he wants to continue to tell me what's right and the right way to do something. And even when I do something wrong, he wants to let me know that I did it wrong, not because he wants to prove a point, but so that I won't make the same mistake again. But that's, that's the same way, not, not all those ways are, but the, the same way that our, our father in heaven he continues to speak to us. There's sometimes our earthly father, uh, he could be telling us something. This happens to me all the time. Dad will tell me something and I've, I've tuned, I've tuned out everybody because I got my mind made up of what I'm going to do. And I don't know that dad's telling me something that's got nothing to do with what I'm thinking that he's telling me. And then I do what I'm doing. I come back to him. He's like, son, you didn't, you didn't do what I asked you to do. You didn't pick this up or you didn't go where I told you to go. And then I'd be like, I, 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 I forgot, or I didn't hear you. And then dad's like, what do you mean? I, I, I told you, well, the Lord, he continues to speak to us in the same way that our earthly father would speak to us and tell us something. And sometimes our, our hearing it's registering and we can hear it, but sometimes we tune out our earthly father. That's the same way we do in the spirit. And the Lord gave me a message. I spoke on of how you, if you want to hear what the Lord is speaking, you have to get in the range, the vocal range of the spirit of God speaking to us. You're saying, what does that mean? The vocal range, the Bible doesn't talk about a vocal range of God. If you get in front of a speaker 
and you turn the volume up, you can hear what is coming out of the speaker as long as there's nothing in between you and the speaker. But walk to the side of the speaker and see how how well you can hear the speaker. You might be able to hear it, but it's not going to be as clear. It's not it's not direct it's not directed to your hearing so that you can hear it. Now try getting behind the speaker. You're not going to be able to hear it, especially if there's noise going on around you. And that's how it is in the spirit. If we as just as step to the side in the spirit and walk walk to the side of uh, a different direction from the position that the Lord is speaking. The Lord is in heaven, and when He's speaking to us, um, it's it's very directional. It's very directional. It's not like He speaks and like if you're at Walmart and someone someone calls for um, someone needed at uh, electronics. There's speakers all over, and no matter where you are, you can hear that. That's not how the Lord, when the Lord speaks, it's very directional and it's personal. And there's a lot of times the Lord is speaking. And just like our our father or when someone speaks to us, if our mind is not where it needs to be and we're actually listening, we're not going to hear it. And spiritually the same way, we're not going to hear the Lord when he speaks because we're not in the direction of the flow of his voice. I hope that makes sense to you. And it, it's very important that, especially this, this time that we're living in, it's very important that you you start your days. You, when, you, when you wake up in the morning, let the first thing that come out of your mouth be a praise to the Lord. Uh, let it be something. It's very easy to wake up in the morning and reach over grab your phone and look and see what the weather's going to be. Check your text messages, get on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. And what, what you do is the first thing that you do, you need to give that moment to the Lord because it is very important. I know I've heard this said my entire life. How in the morning you should do exactly what I'm telling you. It's not always easy, but I'm telling you, that when you start your days off with the Lord, you you start your your mind um, in the spirit. You pray, not saying you got to get on your knees and pray for thirty or forty minutes, but give the Lord your attention. Get in a position where the Lord can speak to you, and I promise you, even if your day in the middle of the day it seems like everything is going crazy, um, you will have a strength that that you may not have had if you didn't wake up and 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 talk to the Lord and and get your hand in his hand for the day. So with that being said, kind of beside the point, I just want to share that with you and encourage you but today's Sunday um of course if you're I'm sure same as me, you didn't get up and go to church this morning. Um you watched it on TV or on your phone or or however and um in church, I am over that type of uh, the media. I'm the one that puts all that together. I'm the one that does the recording, the audio. I'm the one that does all that. And um, so after going through the stress of making sure everything went live on Facebook and YouTube, 
and everything went well. I was just sitting in the kitchen with, with my wife and I was flipping through my phone and I came across a church um, that I'm not familiar with the church, but I'm, uh, I have some, some close friends that goes to the church, it's just a spirit filled church. And of course they were, they were having their service outside. The minister, he was standing on, on this trailer as, as the stage that he was on. And when he began to minister, I felt the power of the Holy Spirit so strong at what he was saying that I, I just began to cry because not only did I, I feel the presence of the Lord so strong, I felt the conviction power of the Holy Spirit in the message so strong. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes um, the messages that we hear that's that's to cheer you up or to to motivate you, those are great. But it's good to hear the word in a way that it not just encourages you, but it corrects you also. And I was, man, the, it, it hit me so strong today. I began to cry and, and I told my wife, said, do you feel what I feel? And she said she felt the same thing. And I've been listening to this message over and over. And I, I, I took a couple of key points out of this that I wanted to share with share with you uh, this day. Uh, in Luke chapter six, beginning in verse six, I'll be reading uh, verse six through 10. Um, it's about the, the man in the Bible that his, uh, his arm, his hand and his arm was, was withered. So I'll give you an idea of where we are. Uh, Luke chapter six, beginning verse six, it says on another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and taught and a man was present whose right hand was withered. The scribes and the Pharisees were watching him closely with malicious intent. That's the version that I'm reading, the amplified version to see if he would actually heal someone on the Sabbath so that they might find a reason to accuse him. They're speaking of Jesus because it was a law that you can't work on the Sabbath and they're they're waiting for him to see if he's going to heal someone that would be considered work. And they, they were going to catch him for this. But verse eight says, but he was aware of their thoughts and he said to the man with a withered hand, get up and come forward. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you directly, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath or to do evil, to save a life or to destroy it? And verse 10 says, after looking around to them all, he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he did. And his hand was fully restored. Okay. Out of everything that happened in that message, the main key points that I'm going to I'm going to hit on right now is the man with a withered hand. The, the word stretch in the, the dictionary, it means to extend uh, or, or to enlarge is to amplify, amplify, to expand uh, or to lengthen. Uh, You know, years ago there were, um, there were toys that, that were out that we used to play with as kids, like a slinky. It was something that it was neat to see something that that one one form of metal or or whatever it was made out of it was able to do to expand so much bigger than what it was originally. Um, another thing was 
I don't know if you remember this or not, but it was called the pocket cup. It was a, a flat uh, piece of plastic or whatever it was made out of. And you would, you would open it up and it would make a cup. And I remember kids would carry it around in their pockets and when they want something to drink, they'd pull it out and they'd open it up and it became a cup and they would use it to drink out of. You see, it was meant to be extended and stretched to be completely filled. It was something that was that was nothing, but it was meant to be extended out and stretched to be completely filled. You know, many of us as Christians have never truly reached the potential and the work of God simply because we have never allowed God to expand us, to enlarge us, or to extend us. You know, when you think about our churches, um, think about this. Is, is our church running at spiritual capacity? This is deep. Is, it, is your church running at spiritual capacity? Or is it just at the expectations of men? Think about that. That's a hard one. Are, are, are you operating yourself at the, the, you know that you're walking in the will of God and you are doing everything that the Lord is calling you to do? Or are you just being that mediocre Christian that you're just trying to compete with everyone else and meet the expectations of men instead of God? Are we reaching our God-given potential to shake the gates of hell and pull out lost souls out of the pit of sin? Are we being the light on a hill that cannot be hid? You know, most would admit in some of these things we're lacking. And there's some things that we're just coming short on some of these things. You know, the reason that most of us are coming short or missing the mark is because um, they are spiritually handicapped. There, there are handicaps in their life, spiritual handicaps in their life. And those handicaps are hindering them from fulfilling the greatest call uh, that God would have for them. You know, like that crippled man, too many of us are spiritually withdrawn or dried up and, and are withered. We, we would pray, God, stretch me spiritually. Lord, extend me spiritually. Make me more of what you want me to be. I want to tell you a little story that um, that I can put in here that would that would make some sense um, about how you can be um, you can actually be spiritually um, you need need to be stretched. You can be uh, the same way this man his he was physically. Handicap. His hand was withered. He couldn't move his arm. But the Lord is wanting to 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 stretch him to be healed. I'll tell you a story. When I was younger, my brother, myself, and my sister, when we would go to church, we had to sit by our parents. We weren't able to get up and walk out, or we had to use the restroom. Go use the restroom. I remember mom making comments before: if you got to pee. Uh, the pee better be running down your leg before you get up in the middle of service and go to the restroom. You go before service or you can wait till after service. 
that sounds kind of funny, but mom really meant it because she, she instilled in us the, the importance of, of sitting, um, in church and paying attention and respecting the house of God. All right. With that being said, um, there were times that I felt the spirit of God and I wanted to raise my hands. I wanted to worship the Lord, but I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed, not in front of anyone else besides in front of my own parents. And, um, there were times I'd barely raise my hands a little bit, but it's like, I, I would not, I, I wasn't allowing the Lord to stretch me. Now, physically I'm talking about my hands, but spiritually I'm talking about my heart to stretch me because I had a hindrance. I, I my, my, my hands, my spiritual hands were withered just like this man's uh, withdrawn. And I remember there was a time, I think it was mom and dad's anniversary and they went out of town and when they went out of town, uh, myself, brother and sister, we stayed at my grandparents' house. And that Sunday we went to church and I couldn't wait, I couldn't wait to get to church because I was going to worship the Lord that day. Uh, during worship, I could not wait. I got there, music started, and I started raising my hands and worship the Lord. I felt the presence of the Lord and there was, I had no hindrance. It was at that time that I allowed the Holy Spirit to stretch me physically and spiritually um, for God to stretch me. And at, since then, I mean, I look back upon that and it might, you, you might say that don't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. I can't explain it to you, but I, I literally, I had a, a, a spiritual hand. I was spiritually handicapped because of a hindrance. And I let the Lord stretch me and I'm over that now. I mean, I'll get up and minister uh, in front of, in front of anybody right now. The Lord, the Lord give me an opportunity. I don't care who it's in front of. I would minister, you know, um, I pray God stretch me spiritually and he did ex- extend me spiritually. And, and he did make me more of what you want me to be. And he has listen, the handicapped man, that had his arms withered, that his arms was withered. He was hindered. It was a hindrance. This man was defined by his disability. People knew him by his disability and it defined him. Even the decisions that he made because of this disability, I'm sure that he had for a long time. It wasn't, um, it wasn't uh, active or producing and because of its inability to perform uh, its designed purpose, therefore the entire body was affected to a certain degree. Think about that for a moment. When you have a, a spiritual hindrance in your life, the way that this man had a withered hand and it affected his whole life, it could be, um, it could be someone that, that, that is around you the same way it was for myself. As, as being younger, not that there was something wrong with my parents, but for whatever that reason was, I, I just wasn't, I, I couldn't raise my hands to worship the Lord, but God gave me a chance. He opened the door. And when that door was open, I allowed the Lord to stretch me. And if, if it wasn't for that time, if, if, if I never did allow the Lord to stretch me, I wouldn't be where I am today. 
And I'm not going to lie. I know even when I was younger, I remember the feeling I would go home, I'd get in bed, I'd raise my hands and I'd praise the Lord. But when I got to church, I said, when I go back, I'm going to raise my hands. I'm going to worship the Lord. And I, I never did it. It was a, it, it actually, it affected my entire life. There's things in our lives today. I'm, I'm talking very light now, but I'm going to go deep with this. I mean, I'm talking, there's, there are, um, there's addictions that, that people have, that Christians have, that it is affecting their ministry, the call of God that's on their life. There are, um, there's some, there's issues that people have in their life that they've not allowed the Lord to, to fix and, and to stretch them. And because of that, it has affected their entire life. And you, you, you know what I'm talking about because you, I'm sure you may be dealing with something yourself and that little simple thing, it may seem little to someone else, but it's very big because you know that it is the thing that is holding you back from walking in the call of God to the, to the fullness that you know, that God has called you to, um, God stretches, God stretches. I pray that over you today. Listen, as soon as the man submitted to the stretching, when Jesus said, stretch forth your hand, as soon as he submitted to the stretching, he was healed. That was the door that the Lord gave him to be healed, to be no longer bound. When my parents went on their anniversary vacation, wherever they went. That was a door that the Lord gave me. That was his invitation. And I pray that you would allow the Lord to speak to you. Get in the position in front of the speaker, in front of God, so that you can hear him and you can hear his invitation. And you would allow him to stretch you. You can hear him all day long. You know that the Lord speaks to you. He he speaks the same thing over and over. If that's what you need to hear. Yes, we know God's a God of many chances. But as soon as this man submitted to the call, he was healed. Could you imagine how this man's life was changed? Just after that, he had made this decision to submit to the Lord. He was made whole and he was restored. There was no more drawn up, dried up, withered, withdrawn hindrance upon him. Imagine no more restrictions. Revival can come. Healings can return. Where miracles, signs, and wonders could could happen again. Stretch us, Lord. Stretch us, Jesus. Lord, Max me out. I don't want to live in the minimal. I don't want to live in the minimal. I want to be maxed out in the things of God. I want to run my full, uh, the, the, do the fullest I possibly can. I want to be stretched. You know, um, when I was younger in school, one of my favorite, my favorite classes, of course, was PE. I loved it. But one of the things that I that I didn't like about it as a younger as a younger kid, I didn't like the beginning of PE because that was the stretching, not the exercise. It was the stretching, and 
I didn't like it. I, I, I remember I thought it was a waste of time. Let's get to dodgeball. Let's get to basketball and, and baseball and football and, and, and the, uh, flag football. Let, let's get to these fun games. What is? Why, why do we got to do all the stretching for? And now that I'm older, I see, I understand that without stretching, you can get yourself hurt. And in the spirit, I pray that the Lord would reveal to us how we could stretch Stretch our spirit, stretch us, Lord, so that we spiritually can run, we can fight and not get hurt. Uh, The only person that can be filled is the one who has been stretched out in the spirit. When you're stretched out, you became open to the you, you will become open to the things of God. Just think of a balloon, a balloon. My daughter was playing with the balloon yesterday or today, actually. And it is so small. It is so small. But when you blow the balloon up, it becomes so, so big and it, it can hold so much. And guess, guess what? What she was doing was my sister was blowing the balloon up. And then letting it go and fly. And my daughter was just having, she was having the time of her life laughing so hard at the sound that this balloon was making. But the more my sister would, would take the balloon back and blow it up again, the balloon actually would hold more, the more that it was stretched. The more we allow the Lord to stretch us, the more we can hold of his presence, the more we can hold of his anointing and the call of God that is upon your life today you can walk in it daily. You don't have to worry about just being a, a a Sunday Christian or a Wednesday Christian. God wants you to live to the fullest of Him. Listen, it's not it's not about ourselves. When the Lord speaks to you, you don't just hold it in. You know, a pond. Anytime you ever see a pond that's green and moss everywhere. And you can't even see the water because it looks, it, it just, there's nothing pretty about it. Look, look at where the pond is positioned. Every pond, if, if a pond, let's see, if you, if you know anything about fish, you can look at a pond and tell if there's going to be some good fish in there or not. There has to be an inlet and an outlet. That means there has to be a place for water to flow in. And there has to be a place for water to flow out when it gets full. Water that stays in the same place becomes stagnant. You can have a bucket of water outside of your house. Sit on your porch. Or just a bucket. Forget that. Just a bucket. Let the rain fill the bucket up. You're not paying no attention. You're sitting out on the porch and man, you're getting ate up with mosquitoes. It's because the bucket has been full of water and it's been sitting there. It's become stagnant, and it's became a place for mosquitoes to 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 dwell. When you become stretched in the things of God, He will fill you up. But you can't just hold it in, just like that balloon. You have to release it. You have to speak into other people's lives. You have to let the Holy Spirit use you, because if you don't, you're going to become stagnant. You can't just read your Bible, worship the Lord daily and and not communicate with believers and, and pour into people when you um 
You can't be a mean Christian. If you, if you, if you're a mean person, you expect just by reading, reading the Bible and praying every day that, that you, you know, you get you, the Lord, he will give you what you need. Some things he will do an instant change in your life, but some of the things he's asking you to change, he's giving you the ability to do these things. And when you allow the Lord to stretch you, he will cleanse you and he will fill you. And the more he stretches you, the more you will be able to hold in the things of God. You'll be able to walk in the anointing, as I said a while ago, and be used by God. Just think the more, the more you have of God, the more God's going to use you this past couple of weeks. The Holy spirit spoke to me every Monday night in our church. We have a prayer meeting and, um, with this whole coronavirus thing going on, there's no, 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 none of us meeting together. We can't. And Holy Spirit spoke to me to, um, to have a, a conference call, but it's just, it's not even normal prayer meeting. It's, it's intercessory prayer. We pray about some, some deep things, um, go to some, some weird, I mean, some weird places. And we're like, what are we praying about this for? This doesn't make sense. And like, say for instance, a couple of years ago, we were praying. The Holy Spirit just told me start praying over praying over airplanes. Didn't have a clue why. Start praying over airplanes. The next day, there were three or four airplanes that um, that had to make emergency landings. Um, it was the same day that there was the one airplane that the window came out and the, and the the lady got sucked out of the window. The day before, the Holy Spirit spoke to me to pray over airplanes. The we prayed for things. Um, um, things in, in, in Washington, DC, things in, in, um, on the national level that we're praying about that we don't even understand where the Lord's taking us. And the next day we hear about the very thing that we prayed about that we didn't know what it was the day before. And it's all over the news the next day. That's the type of prayer I'm talking about. You can't stop that kind of prayer. So the Lord spoke to me to, for, to get us together on a conference call every night and every night we've been praying. It's not always easy to pray. It's not always easy, but we've been doing this now for about two weeks. I just got off the the call a while ago and it was, it was my night to, to lead in prayer and I didn't want to stop, did not want to stop. And the Lord was taking me places that there's no way I could even think of those places on my own, but it's through the anointing. You say, what are you talking about this for? I've allowed the Lord to stretch me. Every single night, I'm the one that's either led in prayer or had something to do with, with every night that I, I had to come up with, with something and pray throughout the day. The Lord would direct me every single night, something that I'm not really accustomed to this on a daily on, for a group of people. But I've allowed the Lord to stretch me. And now, it doesn't matter what time of day or night it is, it doesn't matter what I've been through that day. I know I can go to the Lord in prayer and he's going to lead me. I, I know that no matter what happened that day, when I get home at night, if I didn't have time to take a shower and it's 845, I'm picking up the phone and the grace of God is just so amazing. I, I was thinking tonight as I was praying that the Holy Spirit spoke to me about the grace and the mercy of God. And this is what this is what 
he he spoke to me a, a couple of weeks ago when this first happened that with the coronavirus, uh, President Trump had he had ordered for this big ship to be uh, sent to New York to become a hospital for those that weren't sick with the virus. And I remember the day that it arrived, I seen it on TV and it was massive. I'm sure it's still there. It was massive. And it's a hospital. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, my grace and my mercy is just like that war ship. It is a, a ship that is designed uh, to do battle. My grace and my mercy is not a canoe or a paddle boat. You said, what does that got to do with what you're saying? Grace and mercy is what, what pulls you through when you feel like you're not worthy. When you feel like you're not good enough, when you've messed up grace, God's grace and God's mercy is what pulls you through and keeps reminding you that you can make it. You got to get up, shake this off and repent and get back on your feet. And God's grace and mercy is not a canoe. It's not something small to get you back where you need to be. It is a warship. He comes by, he finds where you are and he picks you up, puts you in this warship, a place of recovery, hooks you up with spiritual IVs to get you back where you need to be. And in the time of when you're walking and you're flowing in the grace and mercy of God, it's amazing if you've ever been here before. There's times when you feel so unworthy and in the midst of, of, of not feeling like you're even, you're at a place where you can pray and someone calls you to pray for something that's an emergency and you begin to pray. And the first thing coming to your mind is God, where did I leave you? I got to go find the shelf where I left you at on. And as you begin to pray, the grace and mercy of God picks you up, puts you in that recovery boat and allows you to pray a prayer that you've never prayed before in your life. And you, you again, you're feeling so unworthy, but the Holy spirit can speak through you. That is the grace and mercy of God. The grace of God isn't something that we we can just throw at stuff and use use just because it's there and sin and think, oh, God, God's going to take care of this. It's covered by the grace and, and the mercy and the love of God. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. Don't expect to, to use and abuse the grace of God and for it to be there when you need when it, at times when it, it mess it, you will mess yourself up. You will mess yourself up. Don't 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 treat the grace of God uh, loosely. When you got to understand that, that God, he loves you so much that he wants to stretch you. He wants you at a place where that he wants to be able to pick you up and show you, yes, you messed up here. You messed up here. Now, now I'm going to show you how to make it, how I'm going to stretch you. The same way in PE when you were stretched before you or you play ball or you before you um, you go jogging or ride your bike or you stretch so you won't get hurt. I'm going to stretch you so you will be spiritually fit for the things that you come across in your life daily. That's that's all I have for you today. That's I pray. I pray that that word that word blessed you and um in and, and spoke to you the way that it did for me. Uh, my prayer is that. The Lord would the Lord would stretch you. You would allow the Lord to stretch. I want I want to pray right now, wherever you are, um, just just receive this word over your life today, dear Heavenly Father. I thank you that your word stands. Your word is true. Your word never changes. Oh God, we can we can take your word 
at what it's worth. Lord, I pray that that you would give us an understanding of your word in such a way that we know that we can trust in, in for all things. God, I pray that you would strengthen us today and that you would stretch us the same way that this man that, that had a withered hand, that his hand was whatever's wrong with it broke, whatever it was, it, it was drawn up. God, sometimes in our spirit, we can be dry, drawn up. We can be withered in, in the spirit. There's things that's in our life that, that, that represents the withered hand. And I pray that, that you would stretch us in the spirit, Lord. We're living in a time we, we don't have time to play games. We don't have time, but you're, you're calling us to a place, to, to a level. I, I was praying the other day, Lord, and I'm reminded to pray this prayer again. For the believer that's listening today. You chose for us to be alive in this very moment. You, Lord, it's obvious that what's going now, what's going on now are signs of the time. We may say, man, if I lived, if I lived in the time of the Bible days, I, I, I would, I would be able to, uh, to make it because I'd, I may, if I were one of the disciples, I would have been able to, to make it past where I feel like I'm at now, but no. The, the Lord knew that we would be here today when he was on the cross. The Lord knew we would be here today. You'd be listening to this podcast. The very moment that he spoke life in Genesis 1, when he spoke to the earth to become what it is and, and, and light and darkness and the season, the one when he spoke, he had you on his mind this very day. And he knew that the time that he would want us on this earth today would be for this time that we're living in. Lord, I thank you, God, that we didn't live 200 years ago or 500, 600 years ago, or even however long ago, God, two generations ago. I thank you, God, that you called us for such a time as this because that tells us that we are we are called, we are chosen, we are handpicked by you. And Lord, there is a call on our lives. And I pray that you would stretch us, stretch us to a place and fill us with your spirit, Oh God, so that we can be strengthened and we'd be able to walk in the boldness of you and be used by you, Lord. Give us the strength to make it through the day. Give us the strength, Lord, when our flesh gets weak and anger rises and the temptation of, of doing something that we know that's over, it seems to be overpowering. I pray, God, that your spirit would rise inside of us, Lord. Oh God, I pray, God, that you'd give us an inlet and an outlet, Lord. God, a place where we can receive you and a place that we can pour out into other lives so that you, your, your spirit can be we the same way someone would pour into our lives. We'd be able to pour into someone else because your spirit, God, it continually flows and we got to keep it flowing. Father, I thank you, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity to be able to witness to these other believers, Father, what your word says and how true your word is. And I pray protection over their lives today. And I pray that they would be encouraged by your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Bless you today.